want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You're listening to 8020. It's 25 days of podcasts. I would definitely have to say that I spend about 80% of my time in the 20s. Okay, but like, what does that even mean? I absolutely love Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. Y'all are in for a real treat today. Ever since I posted, it was probably like almost two weeks ago now, that episode with Lex where we talked about dating in your 20s, blah, blah, blah. You guys have really been asking some good relationship questions. So today's episode is all about your relationships. I haven't filmed one of these, filmed, recorded one of these, uh, kind of more of this advice column type episode in a while. So I thought that I would resurface this format specifically for today's episode. So I asked you guys in our group chat to submit your situations and scenarios to me. And then I would kind of put in my two cents, give you guys some advice, at least from my perspective. Obviously, I don't know everything about your lives. I only know what you tell me, so I can only speak from the information that I've been given, plus my experience. First and foremost, if you are not already in the 8020 group chat, you definitely should be. That is where you can ask me questions, you can submit your scenarios. We also have tons of different types of chat rooms, so you can connect with other listeners. Not to totally change the subject, but I think Podmas has really gotten the best of me. I have found myself out of breath whenever I talk and tripping over my words left and right. And I don't know if it's because I'm sick or stuffy or just or just tired of talking all the time, but I feel like I press record and things just get weird. I don't know. I also feel like the energy in the air is really off today. I was talking to a couple of my friends like an hour ago and we all just unanimously agreed that last week was bizarre for a lot of people and just like weird things were happening all around me and then yesterday was kind of weird today just bad weird energy i went to target this afternoon and the parking garage was completely full so that was my first red flag and i didn't really want to find out what the other red flags were going to be so i just left i i literally went in the entrance and i just turned the car around and went right back out the exit i was like i am not dealing with the people of target today it's not going to happen. And I would much rather just be in my house and not participate in that type of behavior. So I'm not going to. 
and if you need me, I will be tucked away hibernating. I don't even remember what we were originally talking about. Oh, the group chat. Yeah, you guys can join it. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you guys want to check out the group chat. That was a really interesting tangent. I don't really have too many life updates for you guys. I know that this is typically like our Thursday long episode, but things are kind of just chilling. I feel like the year is definitely kind of starting to wrap up a little bit as crazy as people are. Things are definitely kind of starting to slow down. I would have to admit too that I'm a little bit stressed. Like I have not done any Christmas shopping. I've been heavily, heavily focused on creative output and then very minimal like R&R input. So I'm definitely going to probably feel the negative effects of that. Although I am taking the week after Christmas off, like don't expect to hear from me. I will literally be MIA that week. So I'm just really, really looking forward to that week where I can just chill, hang out, have literally nothing on the calendar. And yeah, but until then, we still have work to do. Podmas is still going strong. The day that this is going up, I think is Thursday, the, let's see, the 15th. So we're over halfway done with Podmas. If you haven't listened to any of the other Podmas episodes, you definitely should, but today's episode is all about you and your relationship situations. So let's just go ahead and dive right into your relationships. First situation, here we go. How do you know if you're ready for a relationship? I feel like I'm really working against myself here. I've been on lots of dates recently, but with every guy, I feel like, no, he's just not the one. I've been single for about four years now. At first, I was loving life, enjoying the single life. Now I'm at the point where I feel like I would really like to have a relationship again, but I can't seem to find my soulmate. Guys always seem to like me at first, but then I don't like them back. At first, I thought that it was a problem from the guy's side. Maybe he's not my type, he's not adventurous enough, he's not manly enough, not sweet enough, whatever. But now I'm starting to feel like I'm the problem. What's stopping me from getting into a good, healthy relationship? Is it just me? This is kind of multifaceted here. I think there's a couple different questions here and then a couple different points I feel like I can make. So it might be all over the board, but just bear with me. How to know if you're ready for a relationship. In different seasons of your life, you're going to need different things. So if you're in a season of change, if maybe you have a new job or you're moving to a new city or you're just really trying to focus on you, your number one priority should be yourself. I had a conversation the other day with someone and we were talking about relationships and we were talking about how if you aren't sure if you're ready for a relationship or you're not sure if you have the capacity or the bandwidth to give to another person and invest in another person, you probably shouldn't actively seek other people. Oftentimes you see this on dating apps, right? Guys are pretty much on dating apps just to hook up. I'm just kind of making like a blanket statement. That's been kind of my experience. Guys are just there to hook up. So when you hop on a dating app, you don't really know what another person is looking for. And then there's that line on Hinge that's like open to long term, but looking for casual. It's like, what does that even mean? Like, okay, you're open to casual, like got that, but like also seeking long term. Like you kind of can't have both. I don't know, maybe you can, but oftentimes you can't. There are these theories, I should have asked a guy friend to join me for this episode, but there are theories that are like a guy will automatically, and I don't know how true this is, but a guy will automatically put you into a category and it's either like hookup, date, or wife. And once you kind of land in that category, 
you may be stuck there. And like I said, I don't know the truth to this, so take everything I say with a grain of salt, but if you land in the hookup category, you're a hookup. If you land in the dating category, then you're just fun to date for a little bit. But then if you land in the wife category, then I guess you're good depending on how you hope things go too. So if he's just looking for casual, but then he's also open to long-term, he doesn't really know what he wants. Same thing goes for girls too. Like if you are just looking for casual, then just be casual. And kind of the same thing goes for girls too. There's also a saying that's like, boys will date until they find a woman that they want to be a man for, whatever. Um, so I don't know, take all of these little things with a grain of salt. But to me, it sounds like a couple of things here. Maybe A, you aren't ready for a relationship. Maybe you need to focus on you. I know that you said that it's been four years, but like why put a time limit on it? It could be another four years. It could be 10 years. Or it could literally be tomorrow that you find the love of your life and you have literally no idea. But why are we putting time constraints on these things? I know that there's like this standard template that people feel like they have to follow when in reality, you're on your own timeline and the man of your dreams is going to come into your life probably when you least expect it. And that's kind of the cool part, right? So I would recommend that you focus on you even if it feels like you've been focusing on you for four years and keep your standards high. If these guys that you're dating aren't meeting your requirements, that's fine because there's someone out there who will. You don't have to lower your standards just because you feel like you're closing in on a timeline. I think it's funny because you ended your question with, is it me? Like, are you the problem? Like, yeah, it's definitely you, but I wouldn't call that a problem. It's just you having high expectations for yourself. It's just you knowing that whoever this person is that you're across the table from at this coffee shop or at this bar they're not the person for you and you can tell. So like you know yourself well enough to know that this person isn't right for you and that there's someone else out there that's better. And I think that that's pretty cool. The next submission comes from Natalie and she says, hey Lily, I love the podcast, especially these advice column episodes. I've been a quiet listener for a while, but over the past couple of weeks, something's really been bothering me. So I finally felt the need to submit something for advice. So here it goes. I'm really into this guy, but I think I screwed it up. He's constantly playing hot and cold and then he'll ghost me for a few days and then pop back into my life like nothing happened. He acts like we're a thing and then we're not a thing. And it's really just confusing. He's been hurt by other girls in the past and I know that because he told me and he also told me that he's emotionally unavailable and has major trust issues. So that might explain why he keeps playing a game. But if you trusted me enough to tell me all these deep things, don't you think he's into me? At least that's what I thought. So I did what any girl would do and I hit him with the classic, what are we? He said that he was just as confused as I was in the conversation went around in circles for about 45 minutes before he left my apartment and we were both just really sad. I don't want him to think that he wasted his trust on me because I really do care for him, but I'm not sure if I can continue to just go around in circles with the same guy all the time. Do you think it's worth trying to work it out with him? Do you think I was too forward in asking, should I just give up? help lol i really appreciate the detail it like really paints a picture for me so thank you for that i think that it's cool that you decided to reach out even though you've typically been a quiet listener there's a lot to unpack here so let's kind of do it in a couple different steps your first question is do you think it's worth continuing to try with him i would definitely say that it's a judgment call i mean it sounds like you really do like this guy and i think from the perspective of like wanting almost like the instant gratification it's hard to kind of be patient with someone especially when they do have trust issues or if he literally admitted that he's emotionally unavailable like that's pretty bold for him to realize that he's emotionally unavailable and can't give you what you need but then if you hit him with the what are you and then he was confused too i don't know i feel like there's like actually a lot of emotions involved 
And like, yeah, he might be into you, but maybe he just doesn't have the capacity to give to someone else. And that's confusing to him too. Do you think I was too forward in asking? To be quite frank, yeah, probably. I think that a lot of pressure comes from the question of what are we? Because you're kind of asking someone to give whatever this thing is a title and a label that maybe they aren't prepared to give out to somebody quite yet. The question itself is kind of frustrating for both parties. Like, whoever is asking it obviously wants an answer. And then the person hearing the question that has to answer the question is like, ah, what do I say? Because if you both wanted to be something, you probably would have defined it. I think that we kind of need a general consensus of like, if you don't know what you are, then maybe you're just nothing. And then to your last question, should I just give up? I would say that's kind of like a judgment call. Like, you obviously don't want to like wait around for him and waste your time, but you also don't want to give up something that maybe has potential. I don't know. This is hard. Sorry. I feel like I'm ending all my advice with, I don't know, but like do whatever you think is best, (laughs) which is totally not the point of advice. So it's no secret that the next few weeks are some of the busiest weeks of the year. And for me personally, I know I've shared this a lot on the show lately and in our Podmas episodes, but I definitely have a lot on my plate. So from recording Podmas to a busy social calendar to work things to prepping for the new year to family things to hitting my own personal goals, I've really been trying to do more but at the same time, keep my cool. So that's why I'm super excited to share a product that has helped me do exactly that. Since I started integrating Magic Mind into my day-to-day routine, I've seen a huge positive overall difference in my mood, stress levels, and overall productivity throughout the day. So unlike most energy drinks, Magic Mind has a minimal amount of caffeine. It's actually meant to be consumed alongside your current morning cup of coffee. With ingredients like matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, Magic Mind is the world's first productivity shot, and I can tell you guys firsthand I have seen huge improvements in my ability to focus throughout the day, eliminating the afternoon slump, enhancing my own productivity, and just getting more stuff done. So I'm super pumped to share that you can check out Magic Mind too. You can use code 8020 for 20% off of your purchase. That's E-I-G-H-T-Y-2-0 for 20% off of your purchase or 40% when you get the subscription. Visit magicmind.co slash 8020. And by the way, the 40% off code only lasts for the next 10 days. So make sure you act now so you don't miss out. Again, that's code E-I-G-H-T-Y-2-0 for 20% off of your first purchase or 40% when you get the subscription at magicmind.co slash 8020. I think I told you guys to make these juicy when I put the thing in the group chat and the next two are pretty juicy so stay tuned. I really liked this guy and I thought that we had something really cool going. We went on a couple of dates and it seemed like it was headed in a good direction but then all of a sudden he ghosted me. Totally MIA, left my snapchats on open, no respond to phone calls or texts and just left me hanging. Then last week, he sent me a text saying that he just had too much on his plate for a relationship, but I was really confused because he seemed like he was really interested. Then the best part is that his friend started to hit me up, and then one of his friends let it slip that he had been passing out my contact information like a business card. 
I'm not exactly sure how to handle the situation. I'm bummed that he ghosted. It's just kind of funny that he's handing out my info to his friends. I really could use some advice. This is kind of comical and interesting and just kind of like typical boy behavior, right? First off, it's weird that he's like, oh, well, I'm done with her so all my friends can have her. That's kind of like the vibe that I get, which is like kind of nasty to begin with. But it's even more weird that he seemed super invested in you and then he just ghosted. So let's address the ghosting first and then we can address the friend thing. As much as I hate to admit it, we've all been ghosted and we've all been a ghost before. I try really hard not to ghost people and I don't do it anymore. I used to be a big ghoster, okay? I was really bad about it, to be honest. And I would just leave people hanging and kind of selfishly, I would just be like, I just don't have time and like you did one little thing that like grossed me out, so I'm done. And it really just doesn't, it doesn't matter if I give you an explanation. On the reverse side of things, it really sucks not to get an explanation because you never know what you did wrong. And as much as it sucks to tell someone like, hey, like you gave me the ick, you kind of should probably phrase it in a way like this guy did. Like, hey, I just don't have time for a relationship. Like, it's not you, it's me. Like, even if it's complete bullshit, it just kind of softens the blow to hear that this person is just kind of going in a different direction. I do think that if you say that you're not ready for a relationship, but your actions demonstrated that you were, in fact, looking for a relationship, that's just kind of confusing. So if you're going to kind of break things off with someone, I think that, yes, they deserve an explanation, but make it something that doesn't sound like complete BS. So yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that he wasn't ready for a relationship if you guys were like going on dates and it was going well. Yeah, it's weird, but it's probably for the best considering now he's giving out your info to his friends. But yeah, no, that's, it's kind of bad. Like it's flattering, but it's bad that he's handing out your information. So I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, uh, what's that Lizzo song? And she's like, it's okay. Your friends are already in my DMs or something like that. I would kind of take it as a compliment, but I wouldn't act on it, right? Unless one of his friends is like really, really hot and you're also interested in one of his friends. But yeah, I don't know, just just weird all around. I would say you were dealing with a total boy. There's definitely someone better out there for you and maybe it's one of his buddies. I don't know. There's also that Taylor Swift lyric that says there's nothing stopping me from going out with all your best friends. I don't know, maybe take some advice from our, from our pop queens, Lizzo and Taylor, I guess. All right, next situation. I went through a breakup about a month and a half ago after a three-year relationship. I would love to know your advice on moving forward and regaining my confidence. I feel so not confident after being dumped. I'm going to be a little bit cliche here and just remind you that time heals everything. So if you are sitting in your bed right now crying and wondering why this person is no longer in your life, that's okay. There's going to be this period where you're really, really sad and then you're probably going to be angry and you're going to be confused or maybe you're going to feel all these feelings at once. But over time, you'll start to kind of learn how to do life without them and it becomes easier. Just kind of speaking from personal experience, I went through a breakup and simultaneously I moved, I got a new job and I pretty much started fresh. It was like not even a whole new chapter but a whole new book and I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice or whatever but if there are changes that you've been wanting to make or dreams that you've been wanting to chase, now's a good time to do it. For the first time in your life, you kind of have almost like a clean slate and there's no one really that you have to 
kind of think about when you're making these decisions, you can just make them and do them. So if you've ever wanted to make a change in your life, now's the time to do it. And like I said, I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice, but it is kind of helpful to be in a new place when you're trying to get over someone because you're not driving past all the places that you guys used to go and you're not constantly reminded of them. If you have any of their old clothes, throw them out or tell them to come pick up the box from your stair steps. Don't contact him under any circumstances. If you're involved in any of the same things, I'm not telling you to stop doing what you love, but like say you guys go to the same gym or something, I would just cancel your gym membership. Like there's no need to set yourself up to run into this person if you don't have to. And you have a really, really cool opportunity to start to build something new and something different in this phase of your life and almost get to know yourself again. Relationships are great, don't get me wrong, but I have learned so much about myself in the past year of being single and I wouldn't trade any of it. So kind of embrace this new chapter. And I would just say, be single for a little bit. Like, don't feel like you have to go jump right into something new. Oftentimes, I think it's hard for people to be alone and, like, be by themselves. But if you can just be single, I mean, you can mingle, don't get me wrong. Like, you can be single and mingle, but don't really involve anyone else yet. You guys know I always save the best for last. This person wants to remain anonymous, so she'll remain anonymous. Her situation starts out with, hey, Lily, I love the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, but I have a huge confession to make. A few months back, I slept with my best friend's favorite hookup. Ooh. I'm not sure exactly how I got myself into the situation, but it happened and I really, really regret it. She has no idea and she keeps talking about him like there'll be something, but in reality, I know that he doesn't care about her. How can I A, stop her from having a crush on him and B, make sure she never finds out about what happened between the two of us? Girl, you got yourself into a sticky situation. There's lots to unpack here, so let's start with, um, I slept with my best friend's favorite hookup. That's not good. <laughs> um, I don't want to sit here and, like, tear you to shreds, but that's definitely, like, a big girl code no-no, and I feel like you know that, or I hope that you know that. I don't know. I mean, I would just say cover your tracks. Make sure that there's no one that knows that might tell her. Keep it kind of under lock and key. But just be prepared for one day if she does find out what is your kind of uh, PR cleanup going to look like. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? What are the different ways that she might react? Maybe just kind of like think about that a little bit and have like a little bit of a plan. And then as far as the guy goes, I would just, I would probably go to the guy and I would just say like literally stop playing with her. Just like don't come near her. Don't talk to her. Don't contact her and let her crush fade because if it's just a crush it'll fade like it's no big deal if she's like actually super into him you probably should try to talk her out of it and if you can't talk her out of it then tell him to stop contacting her then maybe try to kind of facilitate a new date like set her up with someone kind of get her attention off of this one guy because there's totally someone better out there for her. She just kind of needs to see that there's other options. I would say that this situation is uh, kind of an interesting one. There's multiple parties involved. I feel like I might need a little more detail to kind of give like all kinds of good pieces of advice because this is kind of multifaceted. I don't want to totally rip you to shreds for sleeping with your friend's crush, but like that's bad. That's really, really bad. And it's bad on his part too. Like what a loser. This is a tricky one. I feel like I don't have really super solid advice, 
but I hope that something in there was good. All right, you guys, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode here. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to give it a five-star rate and review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you want to see more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at LilyGreatCo. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I love you guys so, so much, and I will see you tomorrow for another Podmas episode. 